Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Eight minutes after two o'clock. Thank you so much for staying with us. So what we decided to do is to get a hold of a couple of people who are doing amazing things and in fact who continue to do amazing things whose work was disrupted by COVID-19 and we're wondering what some of the projects that we know have been so excellent over the years uh, what has happened to those projects and how those um, people who are on the ground are continuing with the good that work that they're doing um, today we decided to go into Alex and specifically into people who are looking after early child childhood uh, issues, particularly health issues of, of babies and children who go door to door, checking on, on vaccines, checking in on the health of children. And as you know, um, COVID has disrupted a lot of uh, some of these activities. So we want to know what has happened to these wonderful programs. Ubele Trust has had an amazing program. And I'm going to be speaking to Tandiwe Kumalo, who is an early childhood community practitioner in Alex, as well as Mamiki Rumo, who is also an early childhood community practitioner in Alex. My question is, what has happened to the work that they've been doing and how have things changed since we are now living through a pandemic? Thank you so much for joining us, Ostandiwe and Osmamiki. Welcome to the show. Thank Hi. you so much for having us, Sister Law, and also to, to your listeners. Sister Ndiwe, so talk to me about, let's start with what were you doing before COVID? What is the program that you were, uh, you were tasked with from Ububele Trust? So the, the project that we are doing is called the Ububele Mother Baby Project. Mm-hmm. Basically what we'll be like doing, we'll be like going to the local clinics mm-hmm. and then maybe invite the moms to the project. Okay. So... After that, it will be like going to their homes and then be with them, maybe for a period of one hour each week. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, supporting them emotionally through their um, period of attachment, the mm. early attachment period. Mm. Yes. And, and Osma Miki, I mean, I know that part of the work that you're meant to be doing is to provide health care service. But, but what did you find when you went into communities? Uh what we have found, because most of the moms, especially foreign moms, are very scared of going to the clinic mm-hmm. because most of them don't have the relevant documents. Ah. And in a way, it's such a difficult process for them. So we will refer them to our social workers in a way, trying to help them to access the necessary documents. Mm. And so, so what ended up being what started off as something that you were going to provide health care for the children becomes a, a far bigger, a far bigger project. Yes, because normally in our project we don't cater those things. We mm. don't offer them in medication. Mm. The only thing that we do, we normally tell them, help them, assist them to give them information where to go, where to find uh, the necessary information, and where to get the medication for the children. Mm. Sister Andy, we've now got COVID that has interrupted a lot of what you guys have been doing. How are you conducting your work now? Um, mostly we are doing online work. So we, 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 we tried in a way to, to, to be like 
very informative about it because it's, it's, it was really stressing us in a way that we can't go to home. So what we are doing, we are doing a lot of online work. Mm. Like maybe we, we take the contact of the mothers yeah. and then we do the WhatsApp calls. We, we, we try in a way to call them normally so that they, we, we could just be with them. Yeah. And, and Mamiki, have things changed for, for these mothers? Are problems different now that we've got COVID? It has not changed that well, but through our support, as Tandy has mentioned, that now on we do our session via the phone and phone call and WhatsApp. In a way, I think talking to them it plays a big role in mothering, mothering their children, even though we are not there with them in the visit, but speaking with them online is very helpful. Mm. So so from where you stand and, and with the circumstances that we have, Sistandiwe, what is the greatest need? Can you please come again? I couldn't hear that one. I'm saying with, with all that we are experiencing now, you know, we've got a disease that is of ravishing our communities. We've got unemployment and so on. What do you feel is the greatest need for our communities now? I, I think the the greatest need for our community just to, you know, what to adhere to the protocols of COVID. That's one thing. What, what I've observed through the township when I go around is like, you know, we, we need to 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 attire. We need to be there. We need to do almost everything that is needed so that we can go back to to our normal kind of work. So it's it becoming more of a challenge to us as ECCPs and also to other health workers because we 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 kind of having that feeling that you know what we we are not really there for them, but sometimes we're just holding on. I think could could go back to normal in a way. Mm. Are you finding that less people are adhering to the protocols? You, people, you're not seeing in the communities that there is an effort to do that. Uh, in Alexander, there is some who are trying their the utmost best, but there are lots and lots of people who are not really adhering to the to the COVID protocols. So that's one thing that I, I, I've noticed. Mm. And when you speak to some some community members, what what are their reasons? I, I, I wouldn't really say what are their own problems about it, but it feels like, you know, for now the disease is not taken like seriously in a way. Hmm. Yeah, for them it's like meant for older people. For them it's like, oh, no, I can't catch the COVID, you know, those kind of things. So it really sometimes put a lot of pressure to us going into the, 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 the township. Mm. Yeah. Mamiki, your observation uh, during COVID-19, um, you know, Tandiwe is talking about people adhering to the protocol so that we are safe. What are your observations? My observation, yeah, as Tandiwe has shared, is true. People are not adhering to the protocol as both when I'm going to before when I used to go to my visit you'll find the mom not wearing a mask children playing all over the street and when you ask them why aren't you wearing a mask because now as a ECCP I'm there wearing a mask they see you as the person who think you are better than them mm. so why coming to the house wearing a mask so yeah most of the people in the country don't adhere to the rules they don't wear masks 
They don't sanitize. The only way a mask when they go into the mall because they know at the mall you can't enter the mall without wearing a mask. So they don't. They normally wear the mask when they go into the mall or to the clinic. Other than that, they don't do that at all. And they're not taking this illness seriously. As Samir has said, they say it takes only other people. But this is a serious thing we need to protect ourselves and our children. Yeah. Is is that the same attitude even for for women who've just had their children? I mean, who've just given birth? Is the attitude also the same? There's no fear of of you know spreading this disease even to children in the home. What I've noticed at home, they don't care. But when they go to the clinic, that's when they think more about it. And some of them will tell you that they are even scared going to the clinic because they're not sure whether they are health and the children's life are at risk. So, yeah. Actually, they don't, they don't and, and yet when they go back, um, mm-hmm. they don't they don't uh, protect themselves and, and the communities mm-hmm. around them. Yes. Yeah. Sister Ndiwe, you want to comment on that? Yeah, I, I think it's what we, we, we will find in, in, in the township, more especially since we are not really like going to visit but you know just observing people around when you're walking the only time that they will be like wearing a mask is when they are like going to the mall or maybe going to 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 the clinics and then after that it's like okay fine i've done my piece so at home it's like a free thing so i think that's one of the things that's really making it difficult for us to even go to their homes you, you see so yeah i will when, when, when you are able, unable to go now into their homes as you had been, and as you are saying, you know, um, it doesn't look like you'll be going there anytime soon. What difference has that made in your work? You know, I, I, I miss a lot of home visits in a way because, you know, in a home visit, will be like touching a lot, more especially the baby will be like, you know, they did distance. It's, it's not that we, we have to, to be in a, uh, a kind of a distance. So we'll be like close to the mom, we'll be like close to the baby, we'll be like showing the mom more of the baby, what the baby's doing. So I miss a lot of it. That's what I, I think that, that really makes a difference in me, like touching, you know, close contact, you know, all those kind of things. Mm-hmm. So if maybe you go to a home where a mom is not wearing a mask, where there are no masks in a way, so it, it, it feels so unsafe to me to be in that uh, home. I'm going to come back to you in a short while. I just want to take a quick break. I'm speaking to Tandiwe Kumalo as well as Mamiki Rumo. They're both early childhood community practitioners in Alexandra, and they're just talking uh, about the experiences that they're having at the moment in the work that they're doing and how COVID has disrupted their work. So I'll also take your comments. If you have anything to say or if this rings true to you, I'd love to hear from you, 011-714-2006. Um, I'm also very happy to take your WhatsApp number. Notes on 0614-104-107, especially if you are a mom, if you are in that phase where you are going to take your child to the clinic and so on, how are you getting by? How is this COVID interrupting some of the things that you'd be doing um, in a healthcare service uh, kind of space? Tell me about your experience. I'd love to hear from you on 011-714-2006. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM.
105.6 FM in Palaborwa. Tandiwe Kumalo as well as Mamiki Rumo are early childhood community practitioners and they work in Alexander area. They're working through a program called Ububele Trust. Um, it's been put together by Ububele Trust and it's a mother-baby program. Obviously, it's been interrupted by COVID-19. We're going through the experiences working in that community. Um, Sis Tandiwe, let's start with perhaps getting back to how you got into this work. All right, I think we've lost her there. Osma Miki, are you there? Okay, I think we've lost we've lost both of them there. I'm not sure what happened there, but we'll try and get um, them back on the line and then continue our conversation. And as I said, you know, I'm very happy to take your calls on 011-714-2006. What I'm also keen to hear from um, you moms is, you know, whether it's been easy to go into clinics, into hospitals for those vaccines. How difficult has that process been, particularly because people are afraid to go into healthcare services, uh, spaces so people are afraid people are afraid to go into those spaces so i'm very keen to know you know are you managing to get your children vaccines are you managing to get your babies to to, to those checkups and so on what's your experience been like i think we've got sistandiwe back on the line are you back sistandiwe Yes, I'm back. Thank you. So I was going to ask, uh, first of all, you know, talk to me about your journey. How did you become an early childhood community practitioner in Alex? Um, I think maybe the love of working with children, that's one of the things. And maybe, yeah, that's one of the things. So when this uh, job was advertised at Ububele, as I told you before, that, you know, sometimes it wasn't what I expected to do. I was thinking more of... Um, home-based care kind of a work. So when I got into Ububele, I, I found it very different from what uh, I was expecting. Mm. So we were working more psychologically with the moms, like uh, thinking more, trying to, to, I can say, using the, the lost kind of a system with them. Mm. So that's when I realized that there is also this psychological side of, being with mothers and babies mm-hmm. yeah so and what are those psychological challenges that you keep talking about just give us a sense of what it is that they're going through so most of them is like through a training we've got different kind of trainings at Ubu Bailey. so the one that we we basically link them with the west the, we link the western and african psychological knowledge and practice in a way so we have developed a, a lot of models of community-based mental health, and we 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 seek to to address more of emotional traumas in South African past, like maybe in the apartheid kind of a uh, system, and trying to weigh working on with the ongoing kind of daily um, thing with them with the mm. with the mothers and babies, yeah. Osma Miki, how did you become an early childhood community practitioner? Yeah, yeah. Except when I I apply for this job, I thought maybe we'll be going in people's homes, especially the elderly people and HIV positive people. Maybe helping them in cleaning their houses, you know, bathing them, all of, all of those things. But later, through the training, 
Yeah, it was more focusing on mothers and babies, giving mothers emotional support, especially through this period of Umhezani. Mm-hmm. Remember, in the olden days, there was this period of Umhezani where there will be the training, the aunt will be looking after you when you are giving birth to your baby, and at the time, you'll be focusing on your baby. You won't be allowed to cook or to clean or to do any house chores, but just have that bond and connection with your baby. And and I'm wondering what um, responses you are having. Uh, you said earlier that you know people are afraid to even go into the clinic. Does that mean that they they are not keeping up with the vaccines that that the babies need? Osmamiki. May you please repeat your question again? I'm saying, are you seeing interruptions with uh, people going to the clinic for babies' vaccines? Yeah, most of the, mama, the mothers, they do go to the clinic for the vaccine because they know that they can't miss that. But normally when they try to with other things, that's when they rather go to the chemist and buy the medication. Mm. So, so I'm happy that they're taking the children's vaccination very seriously, which is very important. But other than that, I other things that are go to the chemist and buy their own medication. Mm. Um, thank you so much for for that insight, and I really appreciate the work that you are doing. We just wanted to touch base with you and see how the work that you're doing has been impacted by COVID nineteen. I have to thank you very very much, Osma Miki, uh, for coming through, as well as you, uh, Sis Tandi, for the work that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you to All right. Thank you so much. Tandiwe Kumalo is an early childhood community practitioner and Alex, as well as Mamiki Rumo, who's also a, 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 a community practitioner as well in Alex. They're under a program called Ububele. And uh, if you want to get in touch with this trust, you go to ububele.net at Facebook. Uh, you can find them there and you can also just uh, just type in Ububele Trust and see all the different platforms where they you can find them.